Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Morning, everybody. Morning. Morning, Laura. Could be a tough podcast, this, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Thursday, 23rd of September, 16 degrees, very grey skies, but blue behind you. Uh, these look like rain clouds. This is the greyest day that we've had. In the morning? Yeah, like, we always wake up to it looking like it's going to be a nice day. This is Well, I like the fog we get in the morning, the mist, and it's not here today. You know what we didn't have today? Condensation on windows. Yeah. We always get condensation on windows, and today the windows are clear. Today's the first day, it looks like it's going to rain. Well, which is the forecast says not. Really? So let's hope the weathermen are getting it right. We're sitting in the garden, it's windy. It's 16 degrees, which is five or six degrees hotter than it normally is at this time of day, but it feels colder. There's a wind. You can, might be able to see the wind in the trees. And, it's and me. we've got a special guest in the garden today, a little grey squirrel. Yeah. Who is tootling back and forward between two trees, and uh, the squirrel whisper is still in bed though. She uh, she's, she should be gutted, and she is about this. <laughs> so today is the big day that Leo moves into university. But we'll have a quick run through yesterday before we talk about that. So yesterday's podcast, we told the story of the mill that we we always look at property when we're home. We have dreams of buying somewhere back here and we definitely look at places in the countryside where we are. So we are currently in between Beverley and Thornbury. 
that's where we're staying on a quiet country lane in a cottage and yesterday we told this story about this mill yeah which we went to look at we tried to find out who owned it it looked derelict it looked like we could do it up we later found out that Fred West may have buried up to how many bodies? 20. Up to 20 bodies in and around this mill that it, we just happened yeah, to stumble on. in the fields on. and in the barn of the mill. So it's in a TV show with Trevor MacDonald. Uh, after we finished yesterday's podcast, we got ready for the day out and we drove past it again and stopped and made a little video outside it. So I know some people have commented and oh, we've had some messages. I've had so many messages from people saying they just... It, it gave them goosebumps. They can't believe it. We we weren't hamming it up for podcast purposes. It shocked us so much that this accidental coincidence thing of a place that... And is it weird? The first time we drove past it and I saw it, I was like, I had that fantasy of me and you in there getting it done up. It being a beautiful place to live. It having, it's it's mm. big. Yes. Having so many rooms, high vaulted ceilings, all of this. Going back the morning after watching the Fred West documentary, on a sunny morning, by the way, the place had a totally different feel. Oh, I stood there and I I felt really sad. I felt... Oh. We couldn't check it for the day, could we? No, it stayed with us the whole day yesterday. And like you say, it's not for drama purposes. You know, it wasn't... No. It, it, it just... It, it, it's hard to understand and to believe that that you know these poor girls are buried there and and that and what's the sad thing is at the minute nothing will be done about trying to find out whether they definitely are buried there because mm. apparently um well the owners aren't given permission for people to go on the land number one but also the police at the minute are saying they're not gonna they're not gonna do it i don't know if it's just the man hours the cost and it's like well look well to do the cafe for one person so that small area the small basement area where they thought another body was yeah they said cost 50,000 wow yeah so if you didn't see that video you can see us stood outside there yesterday and what had seemed like an innocent little farm lane I mean I'm constantly thinking that it's just there now because it's not far from where we're sitting now Anyway, we did that. And then we did a bit of a road trip yesterday. It was moving in day eve, so we wanted to make it a nice day. We do try and do that every day. So we did a bit of a drive south and then east to Wookie Hole. Wookie, yeah. We've been before. Um, we've always quite liked it there. Well, it's only the second time I've been. Yeah. And whilst it's probably 10 years since we were last there, absolutely nothing has changed, apart from possibly the price. Yeah, it was, it was too expensive, number one, and I think they must have shut some of the caves off. Mm. Because it definitely didn't take us as long to get around the caves. It cost 75 quid to get in for the four of us, yeah. which the caves are quite cavernous and because the caves <laughs> and quite echoey so what a lot of people would have heard yesterday is 75 quid 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 <laughs> i mean 75 quid 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 yeah yeah because yeah. that's all i said the yeah. entire trip 
Yeah, it shocked you, didn't it? Now, the caves are brilliant. They've got them lit very well. There was no guide yesterday. We got this guy on the door telling us about it, and but they said there'd be no guides. Now... I'm sure we had a guide last time. Yeah, you get you get a guide with like a group. And when I've taken you to Castleton, to uh, the Blue John Caverns, mm. which were used the same ones used in the League of Gentlemen, the Robin is in exactly the same place on the end of the washing line again. <laughs> He's just sitting there. Um, you get a guide every time, and they mimicked this guide in the League of Gentlemen when they did it in yeah. one of their later series. No, I think normally at Wookie. Whenever I've been, it's uh, been a group, a large group and a guide. But I think because yesterday it was fairly quiet, which was actually quite a nice thing. Um, but they always point the stuff out and they'll give you the history and how long it takes for a yeah, stalactite. It, to... it is nice to have that yeah. information. And so we walked around. It's great. But it, as we got to the end, and again, you'll have heard 75 quid, 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 quid. <laughs> It seemed to be over before it had started. Then you walk through this pretty but pretty boring animatronic dinosaur thing. Yeah, wasn't the best one. And then you go through the... There's a little vintage, like a Victorian arcade. Oh, and you do this 4D cinema thing, which is exactly the same film as we watched last time (laughs) we were there. And technology's moved on. Well, that's the thing. I think the whole place needed updated. Mm. They've updated the price, but they've not updated the place. Yeah, you need to get Lawrence Llewellyn to do caves. <laughs> <laughs> Some throw rugs in caves. No. So we got through. The best thing about Wookie Hall, other than the caves, because the caves are spectacular, but not long enough, is how that little village, that little valley, has incorporated the money-making scam that is Wookie Hall. Because you've got the car park toilets where I went for a wee in the wizard's side yeah. and you went for a, a wee in the witch's side. Very apt. Which you can see on our Insta stories yesterday. Uh, I would love to see how they're going to adapt that to the non-binary, non-gender times that we're moving into. Oh, yes, yes. So that'll be interesting to see. Then right opposite the toilets in the car park, there's a really bland-looking hotel. And on the end of this hotel... <laughs> There's a circular, a conical-shaped roof, which they've made look like a witch's hat. They've tried. Nice bit of work. Yeah. But anyway, we did that. I did, I mentioned 75 quid. Quid, quid. That'll be title of today's podcast, 75 quid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we left there. Oh, oh, by the way, getting there, stuck behind three tractors. Proper country driving. Mega frustrating. You were doing that thing. Don't you dare turn right. And he turned right. Don't you dare turn right again. Well, oh. he followed our entire GPS. Yeah. We saw a place called Rock of Ages that guy, is not based on the musical. No, enough. no. But yeah, a guy was sat writing. It, the Rock of Ages is a hymn Yeah. from years ago. And the guy was writing it tucked into this cave... Or like down the bottom of the cliffs because it was it was raining and he wrote it there and apparently it was a favourite of Prince Albert. Prince Albert. And he asked for it to be played on his deathbed. So there you go. Prince consort and jewellery moniker. Um, we left Wookie Hall. I wanted to go to Wells mainly because it's where Edgar Wright filmed Hot Fuzz, and I like. 
we've been there before and it's a nice little market town yeah uh but we didn't we decided we could have turned left to wells we turned right to cheddar gorge which again the last time we were there about 10 years ago and it's a great drive it's uh what a mile couple of two miles long up through a gorge sheer cliff drops oh i love i love that drive yeah but cheddar itself again it's changed and i know it's always been a tourist trap that's what it is it is but i've always there's always been like cute little tea rooms and Mm. and you know like like you get in these little villages like lindhurst and limington you know it's always had tea rooms and then it's had this old sweet shop yeah for as long as i can remember and basically nobody took the sweet shop over he's a little old man you'd go in he stood making the sweets yeah there was always a crowd of people watching him and then you bought sweets yeah and it was things like your black currant and licorice your chocolate limes your rhubarb and custard pear drops cola cubes yeah. but they tasted the classics honestly i've never had sweets that from anywhere that tastes as good as those anyway the guy we went there we was, parked up yeah again let me mention this <laughs> what an absolute ripoff yeah that was you go to the car park and and normally you put your money in and it shows you what time you can gonna, you're gonna come out right at cheddar it just says five well, six quid or five quid five quid full day and I'm thinking we're only stopping for a cup of coffee. Yeah, most people are not spending right. a full day in Cheddar. There's not enough to do. Unless you're a rock climber. So I begrudgingly paid the five quid. Now, if you're in the gorge that day, you might have heard an echo of five quid, <laughs> quid, quid, quid. We had a little walk up and down. There and is a lot of chippies, tea rooms. There, was, there wasn't a lot of tea rooms. That was my point. It, I, I, Backpacking shops. It was... There was a, like about three fudge shops, but they weren't even cute fudge shops. No. They felt like they were... They looked like seaside tat shops to me. Yeah, and, and then even at the end, they've turned like the end into this, what looks like a modern country bar, pub. And it, well, it looks like a town bar to me. Oh. It looks like a vodka bar in town or something. It doesn't yeah, look it right. It doesn't sit fit. right. And it, uh, just, I was really disappointed by mm. the... Because it's such a beautiful, you know, like there's the little streams going all the way through. and Yeah. So we went, the sweet shop frontage is still there. Yeah. And we went in. Oh, I didn't like the guy. This guy sitting in there. If you go to Cheddar or if you're from down there, you'll have seen this guy. So we're well, walking past. Used to people like yeah. myself. So he's ready. He's, he's loaded his anecdote shotgun yeah. and he's pointed it square at us. So we're walking past. And you, you obviously say, no, this is where it used to be. And he is, as he sat behind his till inside, behind his perspex, like a grumpy bank teller. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, we no longer do sweets. And you went, well, oh, what, what so happened we, to the guy? You told me he were dead. Said, we no longer make the sweets here now. And I said, oh, why is that then? And he goes, because he's dead. Yeah, it just went, he's dead. And I thought, oh, nice. well, that will stop you making sweets. Yeah. Thinking, we'll have a little bit of countryside banter. Nothing, dead as a doornail. Um, he's got racks and racks of sweets. Now, bear in mind, this is a place where we've got memories attached to it. And we've got a little girl with us. 
Well, he's not. I he's don't... got. He's got artwork, and then they. What they decided to do was put a shelf of sweets in. Yeah. Because vastly expensive jam jars full of sweets. Now I'm going to burst your bubble here. That's what he said. Yeah. And I'm like, right. He didn't actually make the sweets. All he ever made was rock. And I know this because when I went to the supplier to start buying sweets, they said, oh, you're taking on the old sweet shop. And I said, yeah. And he said, we used to supply all our sweets for him as well. Yeah. He didn't make the sweets. He bought them from a wholesaler. Sorry to burst your bubble. And I'm thinking... Why did you need to tell us this? Yeah, and I don't agree with everything you were saying there. Like, I do believe that the, the previous sweet shop did buy in some sure they did. Because there was so many different types yeah. of sweets. But there was definitely some that he made. But like, just such a grump. And that, well, That's you know why what? the family didn't keep it going. Do you know, it didn't make me go, oh, great, thanks for telling me that. Now I'll buy, buy off you. Because yeah. all it made me do was want to think, yeah. I want to get out of this shop. What I would do if I was him is I would keep that heritage going. Yes, don't continue making the sweets if that's a loss leader because he's good. The reason the family didn't keep it going is you want to know why? Because all people ever did was come in, wash and make the sweets, and then leave. They never bought any sweets. Well, I'm thinking, well, we did. We, we came was, out of there with about 30 quid of the sweets yeah, last time. Yeah. I'm sure they were making enough money. He kept go- I mean, it, it kept him going until he died. Yeah. So, anyway. But yeah, it didn't make us want to buy from him. If he'd have been pleasant. Yeah. And said, oh, we took it on. Yeah, we, unfortunately, we couldn't carry on the tradition. He had his own recipes, but we've still got some of the sweets here. I'd have come out with 30 quid of the sweets. Yeah. His yeah, attitude exactly. pushed me out the door. Yeah. Agreed. We had a little walk up and down. And then we went to a coffee shop to have a coffee. And the, the guy behind that counter... I, I lost you again. You, did, you started doing your holiday small talk. Yeah. I told him I'm from Dubai. Oh, we've had great weather. The weather here has been great. I couldn't live in Dubai, it's too hot. I have been to Gran Canaria. It was a dust bowl. I could not live there. I don't know how you do it. So I had a lovely chat to him. We had a cup of... He put salt in the yep. cafe lattes, which is a bit weird. Yeah. But, you know, couldn't country we, people. Now, most people would have taken those coffees back and said, excuse me, there's salt in these. But no. but he was too much of a nice guy. And lovely guy. Yeah, we're, we're too British. <laughs> um... We stopped at the top of the hill. We drove up Cheddar Gorge and pulled in. We drove far enough until the car parks became free. Yes. Classic. And we pulled in just up the road from some rams. And we had a little picnic, didn't we? Yeah. Which, I don't know if I put a picture on yesterday. I'm sure I put a video on, on the Insta stories. It just felt so nice to sit roadside, watching the cars go by, watching the, you know, and just have a little picnic. Yeah. Crisps. It was lovely. Back in the car, and we went to Western Supermare, which... Which we knew what it was before we even got there. It is a seaside town. Oh, and let's face it, all these proper seaside towns that still have the piers are a bit grubby. Yeah. The tramp magnets, they're horrible. They, they look like they're out on the death throes. You know what I mean by that? You know that thing that when someone's about to die, they start, it's the last gasps of breath. British seaside towns always look like that to me. (laughs) They look like, there's no boardwalk culture like you get in Australia or America. It's just like these Victorian artifacts just trying to wring the last bit of cash out of you. Yeah, yeah. 
and we got previous because we've holidayed down that way before in the countryside but we always go to the seaside for the kids and I had forgotten what a hellhole Western Supermare is. <laughs> it is absolutely horrible. I mean, they, they've not hit people with the ugly stick there. They grow the forest oh, for the ugly come stick. On. No, look, we're no better. No, but what I mean is, like, the beach is, itself is actually a really lovely beach. No, see, we got there yesterday. <laughs> um, oh, you know that thing you do with the kids in the car? Hey, first to see the sea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get there. The beach is about seven miles before the sea, the yeah. side we're right at. Um, and, and, you know, the walking along the pier. Now, had they not pay, made you pay to get on the pier, which I'm pretty sure we didn't do last time. No. It's a quid to get on the pier now. Now, um, we, that's, we're not being tight here. Well, no, because just the thing is, we knew what was at the end. It was uh, some waltzers and the amusement arcade. Yeah. Now... All we'd gone for, really was the to have a go on the on the coins yeah so there was an amusement arcade just across the road so we said let's go in that one instead horrible oh uh, again tell me an amusement arcade that's nice it's it's always scummy and i always feel like dirty yeah. and I, I mean holding money full stop always feels dirty my hands were black from two they were ugh. grim but um i was saying to betsy like obviously we all had our masks on and i'm like don't put your fingers anywhere near your mouth so i'm like and but we got on the coins and I just thought to myself, we'll have a quid each, 15 minutes, we'll leave. Any dad of daughters will know this. When your daughter wants something, you've seen this before with that big minion that time, where I had to throw the You're balls in the bucket. With stuff like this. She wanted this stupid little inside out octopus that are all the rage at the minute that changes colour. Daddy, daddy, look, it's on there, it's on the bottom shelf. It's about six inch back on bottom shelf. That's never coming off. Ever, ever coming off. Well, and then I thought, once it does come out, it's going to be... Yeah, it's horrible. Gonna it's going to stink a copper. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, 14 quid worth of two peas later, I'd got it within an inch of falling off. It wasn't going, was it? It just weren't going. And I said to... I said, I could probably buy one of these in shop for you. You could buy it... For bought, a pound. Yeah, I was going to say. If that. But anyway... Bang outside this arcade is a chippy that we went to. Again, it's on my Insta stories. Ten years ago. Yeah. When we stayed down this way. And I, I want to tell you, it's the worst fish and chip shop I've ever been to in my life. Well, it was the only fish and chip shop that was shut yesterday, so there's a good sign. Yeah. And there were, I reckon I counted, 20 fish and chip shops within... That corner. Yeah. Yeah. We once drove from our cottage in the Somerset plains to get fish and chips to drive them back. It was chucking down with rain that night. We got veggie burgers. Leo was sick yep. after eating them. It was the worst fish and chip shop I've ever been to in my life. I think it's called Uncle G's or something. Oh, it was, yeah. I think probably at the time it may have been the only one that had, had something for veggies. I think that's why we chose yeah. it, but oh. It was a horrible experience. So we walked back to the NCP car park because again, Western Supermare, if you park anywhere, whatever time of day or night you go there, you pay for a full day. Yeah. So, so far we've moaned about... Wookiee Hall, Cheddar and yeah. Western Supermare. So we're doing, we're doing, we sound like a right old... No, but as we walked back to car park, I said, we're never coming here again. <laughs> because I'd got this vision of being on a sunny boardwalk, 
and it were like this, weren't it? It were grey. Until until we got in the car. We get in the car, drive out the NCP, <laughs> blue skies. I think that's the thing. We've been to all those places several times and they've all... Either we've changed and got more Dubai or... I, I don't... You know what? I think some of these places... And I think at the minute the UK in general has got more expensive, way yeah. more expensive. And and places are shutting. And I get, you know, I understand why. Yeah. All right, so, and I also think, I wonder if psychologically we'd wanted yesterday to be a really nice day because today's moving in day and today's probably going to be quite a stressful, heavy day at yeah. university. So, I don't think we were trying too hard, but perhaps we were hoping too hard for something. Yeah. So from there, via Morrison's for some alcohol-free Guinness, we drove back to our base, the cottage where we're sitting now. Got in the house, you built a big fire. We ordered an Indian takeaway from the Royal Tandoori up in Beverly. Barclay. Barclay, Barclay. did it again. The place. Barclay. Uh, Fred West local Indian takeaway, I'm guessing. Don't, I'm thinking that everywhere I go now. Did he come here for a ruby? Did he did he go in chippy for some fish and chips? Did he wink? But the thing is, there's no way people around here don't know this. Of course they know it. That, but that house I worked out must have been derelict like that for at least 20, 30 years. Now tell me why they're not selling it or letting people go on their land because that is weird to me. And every like you said about the, everything we we like, I'm like. <gasps> Do they know? Do they know? Everybody I pass now, you know. Yeah. You didn't say out to us. So, my plan was to get the curry. I wanted you to come up with me and I wanted to drive back past at night time. But you'd ended up staying at home. I drove up there and I thought, I'm not going on my own. Did you? <laughs> yeah, because I did. Went. Uh, went to pick the takeaway up. Another uh, chat about being from Dubai and how you can't get paneer anywhere and thanks for doing us paneer. Lovely curry last night. Yeah, it was nice. It's nice. But again, I, I feel like, and we purposely not overeaten during the day. We nope. had just a light picnic and it was a light picnic. You know, I didn't, mm. even that I didn't go overboard with, but I still felt like by the time it came to eating in the evening, we were all at just that little bit like, ugh. Yeah. I don't know. And then... In my head, I had plans for us to play cards or play games and then, or do something to make it that final nice evening. But it, we got into the living room with the fire on and we are all kind of just sunk into Hypnotic our seats. Hypnotic in at the fire. We watched Changing Rooms. Oh my God, yeah. It's probably the worst episode yet. Tremendous. That is good telly. And um, yeah, we've... <laughs> the first thing you said to me this morning that you expected more from yesterday evening... And I think that kind of sums the day up where I think we knew today were coming. But we felt flat, I think, for the last yeah. couple of days. And this morning I've woken up and I've already had messages from people saying, you know, best of luck for today. Yeah. And I've also had messages from other people who are currently going to be doing it today. Actually, they've got earlier times than us, so they're probably already, you yeah. know, got the cars packed up and everything. Um, telling me how they're feeling and you know how the tears are already flowing and right now for me I'm just really flat yeah 
well, you can tell this because if you've been listening to these travel diaries podcasts our initial thoughts on Bristol weren't the best and we both said last night that we're excited to get back yeah, into I, the I city. I genuinely am. I, I, the weekend's coming and I'm like, it's our final weekend here. It's got that, it does have that vibe of quirkiness. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. And I think it's going to take his mind off things a little bit. But Leo, but Leo is, he wouldn't normally be up. Well. But he's up. Miracles happen. He's showered. He's he's raring to go and I, I got he must be so excited and I totally it's a very different day for him and us isn't it yeah uh, like he keeps saying oh what we're we doing what we're we doing today like what and I, I don't know what we can do until that time of actually yeah, dropping I think I, we've still got some logistical things to do even yeah, now there's bits to do but I feel like we need to see see his accommodation before we can even yeah do all those last bits but but yeah um yeah, we'd normally have a couple of hours now of tootling around, having a bit of breakfast, going for a walk. And he's up having a shower already, raring to go. Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know, I think I think last night it didn't feel like it was the last night. Maybe I feel this morning. I that think it... we've done that so many times. Oh, it's his last night in Dubai, it's his last day at school, it's his last yeah, time... Ever... Everybody does that. Everybody I know, does... but we've said it so many times, it's almost become... We've almost become numb to it. But and I wonder if it's because we're not leaving immediately. We're yeah. we're staying for a couple of days to make sure that he's got everything he needs. And then I'm wondering if on Sunday... Yeah, today's not going to be the big day. I know you're going to be emotional later, but it's not going to be the big day. It's him moving in. Yeah. We're going to have a nice weekend. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that I don't lose it too much. And then Sunday. I think Sunday when we say bye to him is when we say bye to him. You know, I don't know. I'd be surprised if you don't make us see him again before we leave. No, 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 but no. I, I actually, I, I think we should leave him to it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he thinks that too. <laughs> but uh, as you can hear from Laura's voice there, it's going to be an emotional day today. Going to be a roller coaster as usual. Lots of it will be covered on my Instagram. Yeah. A little bit on Twitter. I, uh, I think, I think I'm going to have a lump in my throat for most of the day. I yeah. think that's, and I don't, I don't like, like I said, because I know how excited he is, so I want to try not to show it. But yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Stop it. I'm not doing anything. Right. I can't, right. I don't know what to say to you because I'm dreading this for this because I know what but I, I think know what it, it's going to mean to you it's not so much that he's he's going I think it's that thing of living the other side of the world of to him. course and I think I still want to be the first person he comes to well we've tried to have a couple of conversations like that with him you know when his friend was here the other day, Leo Liam, who's moving to Bristol Uni as well, and his parents are going to be back in Dubai, you know, we didn't have the conversation in front of them because they're both lads, but we had the conversation about if you're finding it hard, yeah, speak to each other, yeah, but also 
don't ever think you could, and a, a, right a great example of this is as we were driving back yesterday you zoomed honey our daughter back in dubai yeah. now she's missing us and she's missing being at home she's had she's had three weeks now of not living with us and not seeing us and it's probably really missing us and probably really school's not going great for her at the minute she's probably really missing being on this trip and doing all the things we're doing but when you ask her about it she just goes like that eh, not so bad and i know <laughs> and she's, she's feeling emotional. me this morning uh, can i go to this party on thursday it's till 2am and i was like yeah <laughs> but when we got off that call with Leo, because we'd already had the chat, I said to him, well, that's a prime example there of what I don't want you to do. If you, You're not losing by saying you're missing home oh, or you're homesick yeah. or you're feeling a bit down. And we'd rather know, not so we can go, ha-ha, we knew we'd miss it, but so we can show you concern and have a chat to you. Yeah, I think it's that pride thing, isn't it, as well? Because they, they want to prove that they can do yeah. this. And, I, and I, I've got every faith in him that he can do it. I can't wait for him to start having a good time, but, but you know, I, I you just always want to be there for him. If there is something he needs or on those down days, he does just, just, even if it's just a quick message. Yeah. But, yeah. So, 10 minutes ago on this podcast, Laura started crying. I think every podcast now, for the foreseeable future, you have to expect that Laura will sound croaky and teary. <laughs> the sun's come out, though. The sun has just broke through. It's still quite windy. And I think we'll leave it there. Keep your messages coming, and we'll uh, we'll be back for the next one. More Fred West capers. Yeah. More Bristol capers. Oh yeah. Can't uh, wait to get I'm back into the city. Going in. But yeah, thank you, thanks again to everyone that's messaged, especially those that are sending messages of good luck and yeah, all the best. It's appreciated. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye. The end. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.